Welcome back to the countdown. This is episode 6 of Rebrand Edition. I'm glad to see y'all here. Um, we have a lot of topics to talk about today. Um, as always, every single morning, 5 days a week, every single weekday, you can tune in to the countdown. And there will be a podcast you're waiting for you around noon to 1. I apologize that it's a little bit later in the day than it usually is, but I had some technical difficulties. But we're all good now, and I'm ready to get started. We're going to hop right into this. We have a lot of topics today, a lot more topics than we did yesterday. And if that surprises you, well, you're in for a treat. Let's start out with the Hawks and the Knicks. What happened to New York? Well, New York has a lack of playoff experience. They're strictly a regular season team. There were hardly no fans in attendance all season. A very, very, very limited capacity for each arena in the NBA. And the first playoff game they play, they pack out the arena and sell out Madison Square Garden. That's a lot of pressure on someone who like on someone like Julius Randle, who's really never been in the spotlight, or like rookies like Emmanuel Quickly. And you got to look at this team. They actually have a lack of depth. Look at the look at the team and, and ask yourself how many players are going to step up in the playoffs. Emmanuel Quickly, Derrick Rose, Julius Randle. Who else is going to step up? Hawks are a better team than we thought. And you have to remember, two years ago, Trey Young was an All Star starter. Two seasons ago, Trey Young statistically was an uh, was a superstar in this league. Uh, there was no way Julius Randle was going to outplay Trey Young in this series and um, that proved to be right but, so yeah the Hawks will play the 76ers in the second round I don't think they get past 76ers I don't think really hardly anybody expects them expects them to beat Philadelphia but you never know Trey Young is on fire players like John Collins um, DeAndre Hunter the Hawks are for real and they're moving on to the second round. The Utah Jazz move on. They beat the Grizzlies in five games. In five games, the Utah Jazz will move on to the second round to play the winner of the Dallas Mavericks or the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, the question is how far can the Jazz go? Because they do have some lack of playoff experience. They've been to the second round once in 20. 18 after they beat the Thunder with Paul it was Donovan Mitchell's rookie season they beat Paul George and Westbrook in the first round um but they lost to the Rockets in five then and that's been a long time ago they make the playoffs every year and they always make it to the first round but they don't always make it that far I think it depends on who they play how far they can go in the second round I'm not gonna lie I know the Clippers haven't played the best series, but if the Clippers do somehow beat the Mavericks to move on, I do think they beat the Jazz just because the Jazz um, do have somewhat of a lack of playoff experience, and players like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have all the playoff experience that you need. Um, Kawhi hasn't had a bad series. Last night wasn't his best, but he didn't necessarily have a bad series. So I just think it depends on how far how far the Jazz can go depends on who they play. I feel like they could beat the Mavericks. I don't know. 
because Luca's on fire. They have nobody to really defend Luca. I don't think. Not, you know, to shut him down. But, yeah, it just depends on who the Jazz play to see how far they can go. But congratulations to Utah on making it to the second round. And shout out to my friend Evan, who's a really big Jazz fan. Congrats to you, man. There's a big question in the NBA today. In the sports world today. Is Luka Doncic really the most valuable player in the NBA? The answer to that question is yes. He's young. He's one of the future faces of the league. He's big. He has size. He can body someone. And he also has scoring abilities. He can shoot from the arc. He can make it on the inside. He really is the most valuable player in the NBA. I take Luka over LeBron. Not as a player. LeBron's a better player, obviously. But if I was a GM and I wanted to start my franchise, I'd go Luka Doncic over, I'd say, just about anybody else in the league. Giannis is also up there, too. But to start my to start my team, i go with either of those two. And they're, they're just gaining playoff experience by the minute. Luka had nerve damage in his neck and dropped 42 points last night. He has the clutch gene. He puts it all on the line when it matters. There's no doubt that Luka Doncic is one of the future faces of the league. Kawhi Leonard collapses. The problem in LA. I apologize about that. The problem in LA, not for the Lakers, but for the Clippers, is strictly chemistry and depth. Chemistry and depth is the biggest problem with the Clippers, and it's not close. Chem- they admitted last season they had a lack of chemistry, and we all know Kawhi Leonard doesn't talk for anything. In depth, Lou Williams is in Atlanta. Montrezl Harrell was over on the Lakers sitting on the bench. A season ago, those guys were both six men of the year candidates. Those were really big pieces to lose, and now they're seeing it. You got Kawhi, Paul George, who's your third piece and who's your fourth and fifth option? There is no fourth or fifth option. The Clippers have struggled, and they need a better bench. And they need more players to surround Kawhi and Paul George. Looking at it, they're lucky they won two games with the way the bench has played. And Ty Lue is a problem also. I don't say get rid of Ty Lue, but he has to play better. I mean, he has to coach better. The Clippers have a big issue, guys. They need to solve it. Kawhi Kawhi had a chance to take over L.A. with the Clippers. And it's not looking good, and his minutes are running out. There is no future face of the NBA. There's not. If there is one, it's Luka. But there is no future face of the NBA. Let me break it down for you. 
You ever win Michael Jordan in the 90s? Face of the NBA. Most popular celebrity on planet Earth for that time period. What happened after him? After 1998, LeBron didn't come out of high school and become the immediate face of the league. He, he, you know, after a few seasons, he was inching that, but not right out of the gate. What happened? He had Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant shared places as the face of the NBA. LeBron comes along. By 2009-2010, he's the face of the NBA. Maybe You could maybe argue around 2007, making the finals against the Spurs. What's going to happen after him? There's not going to be an immediate face. It's not going to be Luka Doncic. It's not going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're going to share the floor together as the face of the league. And if it's not Giannis, yes, I more likely will give that to Zion or Tatum. Or, by, we haven't seen enough of him to prove, enough of these players to really debate that, but maybe a LaMelo Ball or John Morant. We're getting ready to enter an era where there is no face. Where the Spurs win it one year and the Lakers win the other. The Mavericks win it one year and the Bucks or Pelicans win the other. Or the Trail Blazers and Damian Lillard. If Damian Lillard stays in the Blazers, they go win one. It's not going to be, there's not going to be just one dynasty. They're going to trade punches. That's the era that we're getting ready to enter. And I wanted to cover that today because it made perfect sense to me. We have one last topic before I head out of here. I would like to pay homage to Coach K. In my eyes, he is the greatest college basketball coach to ever live. Five championships, the most winningest coach in college basketball history. Duke has been a powerhouse since before I was born. Do I think they win the championship this season? I do not think they win the championship this season. They have, they they don't have the best recruiting class, and they don't have a lot of good players coming back. However, Coach K will always be a legend, and his legacy will never die with Duke basketball. Being a friend with Jimmy V when he was alive as the coach of NC State. Being friends with Jim Beheim. He has truly been the Nick Saban of college basketball. And that's not even fair to say. Nick Saban has been the Coach K of college football. Because Coach K's legacy will always be intact. It's sad to see him go. Duke basketball won't be on top for a few years. You look at teams like Kentucky, Rick Pitino left, Tubby Smith led him to a championship, 
after that, it took John Calipari, and he's only won one at Kentucky. It's going to be a while. I don't know who's going to take over the ACC. North Carolina just traded off coaches. I think it'll probably be Virginia and Florida State. But that's for another day. <sighs> Thank you, Coach K, for all that you've done for the state of college basketball. I want to thank you guys for watching. Before I leave, I'm going to give you guys my picks for tonight. I'm going to take the Blazers over the Nuggets. Let me break this down before I leave. I looked this morning. Jo how, do you, how do you say his name? Joseph Nurkic. Whenever he does good, they win the game. Whenever he does bad, they lose. He had 20, he had 20 points one game. Blowout. The bench has to step up. That Nurkic has to play good tonight. He Nurkic is the key factor. Obviously, Lillard and McCollum, but... Although McCollum had a bad game last game, I expect him to kind of show up tonight. It's all on Nurkic. Nurkic, if Nurkic plays good, they're going to win because he's the key to that team. He's the center. He gets boards. He has to win. He has to do good for the Blazers to win. But I do have that series moving on to a game seven. I wanted to pick the Nuggets, but I feel like the Blazers are, are too much right now. I got the Suns beating the Lakers, guys. Is AD playing tonight? Who knows? Who knows if Anthony Davis is playing tonight? I know it's LeBron James. Has he looked good? Has he looked good? I saw a, a comment on Twitter saying if if someone really thinks LeBron's going to lose Game Six in Staples Center, that they're there's you know they they don't know what they're talking about. They've already lost at Staples Center once in this series. I don't see him winning tonight. And I hope I'm wrong. I want it to go to a Game 7. I Prove me wrong, LeBron James. If you hear me right now, prove me wrong. Win Game 6 tonight. Be that man that you used to be. But right now, I don't see it. And I got the Suns moving on. And LeBron and the Lakers going home. But that's it for this episode and this rebrand edition of The Countdown. I want to thank you guys for watching. Um, or, I mean, listening. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for listening to the countdown today. Our last episode will be tomorrow, and then I'll see you guys on Monday. But since I'm seeing you guys tomorrow morning, I'll head out, and I'll see you then, all right? Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys later. Peace.